Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. You're listening to Beyond Cheaters, The Detective Gomez Files. And now, here is Detective Gomez. Welcome to another episode of Beyond Cheaters, The Detective Gomez Files. I'm your host today, Detective Gomez, and today we have a very, very special guest. You know, when it comes to infidelity and cheating, you know, I constantly get clients that go, why do you even meet this guy? What does this guy have to offer me? And today, we have a dating specialist here. That's going to kind of give us some advice on ladies and gentlemen what to look for and some signs where you can find a quality person in your life or a quality man in your life or a woman, whatever it may be. And she's going to give us some tips on how to handle things like this. So today we have Jennifer Styers, right? That's my name. How are you, Jennifer? How are you <laughs> doing, doing today? Great. Fantastic. Thank you. Thank you for being here today. And your website is lovejenjenn.com, correct? It is. Correct. Okay. Good deal. Mm-hmm. All right. So, Jen, you know, dating. Um, in 2019, has totally changed from dating back when uh, I was, you know, in high school or early 20s and, you know, early 30s and things like that. Mm-hmm. I mean, now uh, I used to go to a bar, you know, and say, hey, can I buy you a drink or something like that? It was kind of my pickup line starters, you know, something like that, you know. That's not so good. <laughs> <laughs> so you would, you, would, you, would, you wouldn't advise it. But now it's, 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 it's just totally different. changed. It's totally different. As a matter of fact, it changes daily. I mean, it really mm-hmm. does. Uh, I have been doing this for 25 years. Wow. Um, counseling, and then I uh, started a matchmaking service in 2013. Okay. And um, it wasn't until I couldn't understand why. I kept getting pushed into matchmaking, but I'm really glad that I did because that's where I really found out about what was really going on because I coached people. And so I saw one part of them and I saw one little piece and snapshot of who people are and what mm-hmm. they're capable of. But then I saw when my clients got out there to date, what, what people were doing and the behavior is bad. I mean, it's it's bad from the beginning, and and it's I think technology has changed so many things. There's so much available to people, uh, whether they're in a relationship or not. Or not, yeah. yeah. I mean, you see, so you see other sides of that too, which is um, I think we could have a fascinating conversation about cheating. Yes, and <laughs> online and and out, out, you know, and this time in our world now, it's it's like I said, it's totally changed. And there's you know the um, especially when it comes to the internet. Everybody has their ideal of what they want, and they see it online, and they go, well, that's the guy or girl I want. That's but, that, but you're talking visual, right? and that's what people do. So most of these online services, it's just a picture. And so people people aren't even reading the profile. They are strictly going by the picture. And if you've, do you online date? No, uh, so but, but, but I have in the past. Okay, so you have in the past. And I've seen people's online dating sites. Like I've been sitting with friends that, have, that are on them, and they'll show me what's on there. And they're flipping through those so fast like they don't, they're not looking at who the person is and if there's any commonalities, they're looking at a picture and they're looking at it for seconds. Like, I'm like, how did you even see that person's face? Yeah. And sometimes that's all you see is the face. I, I tend now to stay away back when I was doing all of these, stay away from pictures that are neck up. Yeah. Because when I went to meet the person, I go, uh, 
I don't see this person out here. Oh, uh, well, uh, let me see what I really look like. And I'm like, oh, that's not what you look like. That's in the so photo. Funny. So there's a meme that it's like one of my favorites. It's Mr. T. And he says, um, if I meet you online and you're dating, pro- if you don't look anything like your dating profile pictures, we're having drinks and you're buying until you do. <laughs> I love that. I just, I just love it. It's just like, you know, but that is, that's par for the course online is that people and, and even social media, people can be whoever they want to be. And you have to know this in your business Mm -hmm. that, you know, you've got to, you've got to be your own detective. I mean, people have got to be smart in dating today because people can present themselves however they want to present themselves. And online dating, I mean, Match.com, I'm one of their uh, dating consultants, and I can tell you how much energy and money they have to put into fraud. The amount of people that are on there trying to get money and extort money and things out of people, it's unbelievable. People need to beware first online. No, I've I've had a couple of my clients have actually paid money to women that don't even live in the United States. Oh my God! All these they see photos, and they these women send them photos, and he thinks that they're in love, and had one guy spend like forty thousand dollars. Unbelievable! Yeah. It's crazy. Yeah, you know, it happens to women too. By the way, I mean men are scamming women, and, I, right. and just in case yeah. people don't know that, it's it, it happening goes both, both ways. ways. <laughs> right. So, so, so when somebody comes to you and says, "Yo, Jennifer, I, I'm looking for that," do they come and say, "Like I'm looking for that perfect guy," you know? Because I'm sure you have a lot of girlfriends, right? Mm-hmm. And they could probably come to you for advice, and they're just, and they come to you and say, "Jennifer, I need you to." Hook, they say, hook me up, I'm sure, right? Hook me up with somebody that, that's going to make me happy that I can marry and be in love for the rest of my life. And it's not always just like that. There's a lot of things that go into putting finding somebody right. There really is. You know, it's interesting. I don't um, I don't match make my friends unless I met somebody that, um, that you know, that maybe out that was perfect for them. I might do that. But matchmaking is a lot tougher than people think. It's not like a hobby, Um, it's, you know, it's a lot of work because it's not, there's so much that goes into a match for somebody. I mean, it's more than just looks. It's more than just the surface. It's like, what is their lifestyle? Like, what are their values? Like, I don't know. I may meet somebody and I'm good at that though. Like I can usually tell, like when I meet a new client, I can start thinking of people that would be good for them. Um, as you know, my clock starts ticking, but I don't keep my clock on all the time. So right. if I'm out with friends, I'm shut not, it off. yeah, I'm not matching them. I'm not giving them dating advice. I love my friends, but that's not something that happens <laughs> for me. <laughs> I'm like, I'm off the clock now. We're having fun. <laughs> but, but I'm sure every once in a while, I say, you know, Jennifer, look, I'm your friend, but I want to pay for your services. I need you to actually really fi- help me find somebody. I'm tired of being alone. I'm 35 years old mm-hmm. and I'm tired of just the dating game because I, I've, and where I get my hair cut is sometimes a lot of these women, they come, hey, Danny, you know, I met this one guy and then he dumped me. And then I went this other guy over here up here and I'm going hanging out in uptown all the time. And I'm just not finding the right guy. And I yeah. go, well, why don't you just take your time and, and take it slow? Just don't rush into everything. Well, yet, like you said, they're out in uptown and they're going out and they're drinking alcohol and they're looking in bars and the type of people that they probably are going to meet. I mean, the chance of meeting somebody in a bar late night you know, and you expecting it to be anything but a booty call. You know what I mean? <laughs> I hate to say it, but or a quality person. Right. I mean, I'm not saying there probably are great quality people. They're just, you know, you're also having to weed through all the people that are alcoholics and partiers and, you know, that's their lifestyle. Uh, you know, I do tell people though, I love happy hour. I think happy hour, if you're going to go out, you know, somewhere social to meet, go to a nice restaurant, go to a nice place um, from five o'clock to seven o'clock. Because the good people are there then having a drink with their friends and then they go home. 
So watch for those people. Okay. <laughs> yeah. And now, now as far as like some of your clients, you, some of your clients, give me some age range. Do you find them at 20s, late 20s, I really, mid 30s or I'll mid 40s? I'll be honest. I don't take many people in their 20s. Okay. Um, it's not, it's a different age range. And what they're looking for is different than what my clientele typically is. Okay. Uh, it's just a different, somebody in their 20s, the chances of me finding like a guy or a girl, like it's easier to find a girl that might be ready to be committed, might be ready to be committed in her 20s. But to find a guy who wants to commit in his 20s these days, forget about it. I, it's just, ready. I mean, you either meet in college and you're off and getting married but once people get out there, Daniel, and they get a taste of the world and they, you See know, yeah, it's a, it's a buffet out there. <laughs> and you know, what's interesting to me is like, you hear these women complain about not finding a quality guy. Oh. And, you know, I met him and, you know, he dumped me or he ghosted me. Well, I hear from guys a lot and good guys, the good ones that they say women are too aggressive. They want, they want to sleep with you right away. They want to get, like, I just talked to, I just interviewed a guy last night, nice guy, good looking guy, um, quality guy. And he said he went on two dates with a girl and he went to ask her out for a third date. And she said, I don't think so. You haven't tried to make a move on me. And he's like, well, at what point is that appropriate? I'm, 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 you know? trying, to, I'm trying to do things the right way, but yeah. you want me to, to, to make a move on you. Yeah. So guys are pretty confused right now. The good guys are pretty confused. So, you know, and, and women give mixed signals, you know. So, well, and us guys, we don't want an easy woman. Yeah, exactly. If, if, we, knock, if we knock it out in, two, You're in done. two dates, we're done. Like, man, that was fast. You know, who, did she do it with somebody else the same way? Exactly. You know, you and, know Daniel, I had this whole uh, uh I have a podcast called Lovability, and I had this whole group of guys um, on, and they were all successful, good-looking men, and they all, every single one of them said it. If I sleep with a woman on a first date, it's our last date. Right. I'm not, I don't care how great she is, it's not happening. So, you know, the consensus is pretty much out there that women need to wait, you know? I know you have physical needs too, ladies, but, you know. Well, well, and lots of times I think women now are, to a point where they, they're, I guess, they're in a glamorous kind of, um, you know, I've got all this going for me. I've got, you know, my boobs done. I got all this stuff going on. Mm-hmm. Why don't you want to sleep with me? I've got all this going on. Why don't you want this right now? But you know, but what you just said is exactly when a woman is caught up in um, what she has to offer mm-hmm. physically versus looking for a relationship right. and what she has to offer spiritually and emotionally to mm-hmm. somebody. I mean, her all her value is in her body. Right. It's not in her soul. Then she wonders why she can't find a soulmate. Well, and a lot of women now are investing a lot of money into their bodies. Yeah. Well, it's expensive to stay young looking and, you know, and right. it really is. I mean, and, and and we should because we're in a competitive society. We 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 live in a big, you know, mm-hmm. suburban area, right. uh, you know, metroplex actually. And um, there's a lot of competition out there. <laughs> you know, not that we should be competing with right. each other, but we need to look good. So people should keep up their appearance. They should do what they can um, at their disposal. To but but who we are should not be caught up in our physical right. looks only. Right. right. It's not just what because because men even they they may be attracted to the physical outside, but they want long term. They want something good inside. Inside also, and because yeah. inside at the end of the day, that's what you're, you know when you grow old and those type of things. If you really want somebody like that, yeah, you're going to grow with them in the end. Yeah. Then, so and that whole uh, idea of perfection, like you said, find me the perfect guy, find me the perfect girl. Well, there is nobody perfect. 
you know, that's the other part of the equation. I, I, I used to get, just find me somebody that won't cheat on me. Yeah. I'm like, I can't guarantee that. <laughs> I will tell you. You know, I mean, obviously there were good times when you met this guy 20 years ago, but now things have changed. You know, that's an interesting, it's, and I need to have you on my podcast because I, I, I feel like this is such a relevant discussion because I think cheating is becoming more prevalent now, whether people are single, you know, and in, in starting a relationship with somebody um, or they're married because it's more available. It's just more available. It's, and it's so competitive, you it's know, competitive. I mean, it's competitive just on dating websites. There's a 20 different, there's 20 different dating websites for Christians, for, uh, you know, Hispanic people only or black people only or Anglo people yeah. only or, or church going people or just or just the big ones match tender and everything people else. don't care if there's rings on people's fingers nowadays oh, like yeah. that becomes more of a challenge and then there's mate poaching you know some of these uh some of these um higher end people get together and they're like well you know my husband makes 10 million but your husband makes a billion so I'm, I want your husband <laughs> yeah and there's mate swapping going on like there's divorces and kids I mean that this is happening a lot you know it's it has truly become a society, I think, where people are um, are just forgetting their morals and values and just, you know, going for what feels good. And I think you get that. I mean, a you lot. see that more than I do even. A lot. And um, I want to ask you this. So when somebody comes up to you, do you get a lot, let me ask you, do you get a lot of uh, questions, people, when you, because we talked about age range. So you usually say, you know, I like to deal with people in their young 20s, maybe 30s and 40s and maybe even 50s. I do probably mid 30s to 60s. So, okay. So when you get somebody, I'm sure you get some divorced clients sometimes, right? Lots. Now, how often do you, do you, they come out and say, well, look, I'm going through a divorce, Jennifer, tell you what, I need to find me a, a guy to date as soon as I get my divorce done. Or they start looking in the middle of their divorce. And I usually, I tell my clients, that don't start dating till your divorce is final because you don't yeah. want to get somebody messed up in, in your divorce. I would never take on a client that wasn't divorced okay. yet. And I've had them I've had them come to me and uh -huh. ask me, but I won't do it. Uh, number one, because it's unethical. Mm -hmm. uh, they're still married. And number two, because they're not ready. You know, even not if ready. they've been separated, you know, living in separate homes for a couple years, which I've heard people say, guess what? Until that day comes that you're signing those papers, I promise it's going to hit you different. Yeah. And you need to mourn it and feel it. And if you're not sad about it in some way, then something's wrong. Then you're not healed yet. Is there any, uh, say, a set amount of time that you would suggest somebody look You've got your divorce. You got your papers here right now. Why don't you wait six months, maybe a year, to start dating somebody? But I you think know. I, you know, it's funny because there isn't a time frame. Mm -hmm. But I like the six month thing. Okay. I think it's I think it's reasonable. It's um giving your. Here's the one thing that people need to do in that six months. They need to get comfortable being alone, and they need to figure out who they are and what they want because however long they were married, whether it was four years, ten years, or twenty five years. You are a different person coming out than you were going in. So who are you today? You know, and if you are coming out of a marriage, what didn't work? You know, what qualities did you like? What didn't you like? What would you like to find, you know, in your future partner to make it the ideal? Like if your husband was a couch potato and you're active, you know, make that part of your list going forward. Okay. That that's something that you're looking okay. for. Right. And we grow as people. You know, I mean, I think that's the thing I hear more than anything with people that are married is that and why people cheat, end up cheating, um, which never that is justified. But what they'll say is, well, we grew apart. We were like roommates grew or out sisters. Yeah. Uh, sisters or brothers living together. Um, that connection needs to stay, you know, that connection needs to stay, you know, there. But if 
if you've grown, who have you grown into and what does that mean for you going forward? Okay. That's fair. I think it's, that's really great advice because even some of my clients, I say, look, here, you got to wait, get your divorce first and then wait a little bit. Like find out who you are, you know, find out what you want. I think now, men tend to jump in faster. Sorry. Well, but it, us, us, well there's so many. <laughs> men don't want to be alone. They just, they just fill that space before they're, before they've healed. And and then they take the same, you know, baggage and problems and heartaches and whatever else they're carrying into that next relationship. And that's not I, I think, fair. I think you're right. I think I think guys don't like to be. I remember the old time Cruise movie, Jerry Maguire. When the, oh, yeah. yeah says, you can't be alone. You know, she tells them that you cannot be alone. And I think that is us guys. Look, Such like a to have, great movie. I love that. Like movie. to have somebody around. Um, now, when, when your clients come to you, do you say, OK, tell you what, I'm going to ask you some questions about what you want. Do you give them like a questionnaire to fill out and say, look, you know, fill this out for me. Tell me what you want in writing or do you meet with them verbally and discuss it? You know, so I have an online database for mm-hmm. it's private just for my clients where they put their basic information. <clears throat> but um, but I do an in-depth interview. So okay. I know everything about their marriages, their past relationships, why they didn't work. I mean, I have to know my client better than they know themselves Good. because clearly they can't choose well for themselves. And I hate to say that, but really nobody can. We're all so biased, but I need to be able to see through what they're saying and find what's best for them regardless. So most of the time, Daniel, it's like this. Uh, trust me. You know, so I know this is not your type. I know this is not the typical kind of guy or girl that you've gone out with. You're just going to trust me, right? Just trust me. And they do. And it always works out. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. Good deal. Yeah. You know, have you have you ever had any? I mean, I'm sure a lot of you like your clients are happy with you now. Have you ever had a client come back and go tell you what? I didn't think that was great. I didn't think that guy was good for me. You, sure, I, I want another one. Can, oh, of can course. You, can you switch out? Of course. Yeah, else? yeah. No, I mean that that's the process. I mean, the one thing you can never guarantee, and everybody can be perfect on paper. I could have two people that go, "Oh my God, you two people should be in love and forever," and and I'm because on paper they're perfect. But they meet and there's that chemistry thing, right? It's different from attraction, but there's that chemistry thing. And if chemistry is not there, you can't force it. Funny, I think I just posted something today on my Facebook about that. Yeah. I mean, it says exactly that. Like you can't, if it's not there, you can't force it to be there. You know, as much as we want, we've all been there. I've been there. You know, I really wanted to love somebody. He was great. He's an amazing person. I'm still friends with him, but it just wasn't there for me. You know what? It's a, it's, I, I've been there. So I think experiential knowledge is, is a great thing, but we should try. Sometimes people need to get past that first date. Okay. I think so. more, how many days would you should suggest somebody go out with to get to know somebody? If they've had a good time and enjoyed the conversation and had an enjoyable time, they should go out with them at least three times. Thank you for listening to our show today, ladies and gentlemen. We want to thank our sponsor, Juan Hernandez Law. Uh, you can visit them at juanlaw.com or contact them at 214-900-0000 to help me through an accident and they can help you too. So contact them today. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off 
buy rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durban Marshall credit card bill.